What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Brutally Honest Podcast. I miss you guys. When I, if it's weird, I go through like a whole weekend, and I'm like, oh, I haven't like done any podcasting. Meanwhile, it's just the weekend, like normal, and it makes me a little sad. I really, uh, I, I just, I enjoy spending my time with you guys. So welcome to the Brutally Honest Podcast. My, I'm your host, Harrison Barron, and I ask you genuinely, please, to subscribe. Um, I think you're going to love the show, but if you don't, don't you don't have to hit the subscribe button, but it makes me feel better. I have uh, the as the 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 followers grow, it makes me just makes me feel so much better, um, and definitely makes me strive harder to get better guests on to provide you guys with some better content. If you really enjoy it, share it. If you really really enjoy it, feel free to rate it um, on whatever platform you're listening: Google Play, iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher. <clears throat> With that all being said. Uh, the draft top giveaway, like I had stated, um, I think at the last episode, uh, is going to be still going on till the, I think it's the 5th of this month, um, till, or the 5th is, yeah, I, I said it so it's going to go on until October 6th um, of 2017, so you can have your chance to win a, a, a draft top. It's the ultimate beer drinking tool, cuts off the rim of the the uh, the beer with no sharp edges, um, and it's a great gift for people that just really enjoy either craft beer or beer in general uh it's got a nice little bottle opener on it. it's built very well uh built to last take it to the beach whatever it is a party let everybody use it cool little t- cool i don't want to say toy but tool um so huge thank you to the draft top and next i want to say oh and to get it you can go to the brutally honest podcast.com b-r-u-t-a-l-l-y honest podcast.com uh under extras and you can enter in for your chance to win with that being said, you can also go, um, I'm losing my mind here. We'll just, we're just going to thank the nerds that care. Thanks nerds that care for sponsoring the podcast without them. This podcast would be, I don't want to say impossible, but much more difficult to do. Um, they give me the ability to constantly be creating, um, the podcast and helping, um, create some magnificent content for you guys. So thank you to the nerds that care. And what the Nerds That Care do is they are your third-party IT company. So whether it's, you know, you're having an issue with technology, keeping your employees running up to their optimal speeds by them being able to get quality help desk support um, by them, by giving you peace of mind, quality backups. If there's an issue, a disaster, anything like that, you still have data saved somewhere that you can restore your system from. And simple things like encryption whether it's a laptop that leaves your facility that you don't want somebody getting a hold of or it's the email compliance because you have to abide by HIPAA or Department of Financial Services or some kind of data encryption end to end encryption for a VPN virtual private network tunnel those are the things that they can help you out with so you don't have to worry about people getting a hold of your data or looking at what you're doing because you have the coolest trade secrets that are making you millions of dollars that's what the nerds like care are there to do. They're there to help your business, to give you peace of mind, to make sure that your employees are running optimally so you're making, you're optimizing your business to the best of your ability. So huge, huge, huge thank you to the nerds like care for making the show possible. Um, and today, my guest was Mike Zagrosser. Um, super awesome dude. Had a great time with him. The it's not the normal podcast. I just want to give you guys a heads up. It's less businessy, um, more about life experiences and things like that. Time, uh, time and what he's done in his life between the military, fire department, and stuff like that. So if 
I just want to give everybody a, a little forewarning that there's there's not too much business that goes on in this one. But without further ado, please welcome Mike's a grocer. This is it. This is it, man. A little Perfect. surprise for you. Yeah, no, this is good. <laughs> this is it's good. First I'll... real interview, I guess, ever, maybe. It's, it's, don't think of it like Besides an interview. like high school sports, like, hey, what'd you do? And then you just like made up the article. But other than that. <laughs> is that really what it was uh, like? Yeah, probably, yeah. <laughs> Team captain. I didn't say any of those things. He just made it up. But uh, All right. Good shit, man. Thanks for having me. Hey, no problem, man. School Thanks for being spot. here. Thanks. Yeah. A little slice of heaven. Yeah, man. Work in Got progress. Got the acoustics, right? Everything going on? Everything. I love it. Where'd you get the land shark? I feel like I've seen that before. Uh, my buddy Billy gave that to me. Really? That's Billy cool. McKeon. I feel like I've seen it like Harbor Crab, maybe. I don't know. Probably. I don't yeah, know. Maybe. But I like the fact that it's a real board, though. Like oh, normally, is that- yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, well, it's real wood. Um, but normally, like, they always give you the cardboard ones or whatever it is. It's the cutout. Not really my flow. And then yeah. my, buddy, my buddy Billy. Thank you. Uh, sh- or shout out to Billy for hooking me up with it. Thanks, Billy. Billy's a nice guy. So, how you been, man? How was Canada? It was good. I went for my brother-in-law's wedding. Very nice. Beautiful. Very, like, low-key. Um, nice little place called uh, Fort Langley. Nice spot. Nice spot? Very nice spot. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, military base? Uh, maybe back in the day. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's back one of those old way. school? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, dude. But it had, like, the old town that you would go to, like, almost like an old Bethpage. Mm-hmm. You'd go in, you see uh, there was a guy, like, blacksmithing the way they would blacksmith. Yeah. And he was teaching clay. It was cool. You know, that's like sick. Yeah, that's awesome. sick. Yeah, when I was in Norway, Whew. oh, dude, it was like I guess the canal of Norway. Yeah, and the you just fjords, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then whatever, a couple hundred yards, not even a hundred yards into land, and it's like straight forty foot, like I don't want to say brick. It was like stone, but like stone and mortar and like all this stuff, like almost straight vertical. Yeah. And I was like, all right, that's cool. But then when you're up there, you're like, whoa. Like, they sent some people over the edge. Like, there's no doubt about it. Like, Someone's got to go. It's like, oh, we don't like we Fred. Didn't, we didn't build this for nothing. See ya. <laughs> but, yeah, dude, crazy. Cannon, cannons all lined up. Like the, And then the actual fourth. You could just oversee everything. Yeah, it's neat. Yeah, Insane. I, I haven't been in Norway. My wife has. Mm-hmm. She loved it. I've been to Sweden, though. I was going to say, you've been I'm all pretty, over, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, pretty close. Pretty close. Norway would be definitely on a list, though. Nor was awesome. Yeah, you went to Oslo and everything like yeah, that. Yeah, we I was we were trying to see the Northern Lights. We didn't make it up there. Mm. Um, well, we originally because when you're like going away on vacation, you like only have what the internet really tells you, and then you don't really know what to look for because yeah. you you haven't been there, so you're just like oh Northern Lights, oh, and you're like oh I can see if, like oh you know Northern Lights from Oslo. You're like all right, cool. Well, they I give can you see the, the time Lights. frame, right? It's like from April to or whatever the winter months. Are, yeah, right? uh, yeah. So it's April's uh, like the cutoff. I think. Yeah. Um, we were in like the peak of probably it, November to April. But right? the one weird part is like always gray skies, like at night. At least in Norway, I don't know. Maybe because the water's right there, and it's and I don't know how the currents change over there, but it was just like seven, six, seven o'clock at night, heavy, heavy fog. Yeah, like and it was weird, very strange. Like you wake up in the morning, clear skies, come like one o'clock, are gray skies, and then come like six, seven, like thick fog. 
but yeah. Norway was awesome. Yeah. No Northern Lights, though. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, I uh, I was in Iceland with my family, and we were, you know, hoping to see the Northern Lights, and it didn't happen. I'm going to open up this door for it. Yeah, yeah, go for it. We have, we have a little, we have a dog in the studio. She just, she wants to see the world. Yeah, Daisy's begging right now to get out. Daisy's the coolest dog ever. Yeah, she is. Pitbull mix. Dog. Yeah. Doesn't make a noise other than. Pit mix, mixed with another pit. No big deal. <laughs> pit mix, mixed with another pit. Yep. Um, but what, you've been to what? You've been to Sweden, Iceland. Sweden, Iceland. Where else? Cope, uh, Denmark. Favorite place? Favorite place ever? Yeah. Ooh. On the United States. Is where the best. If I had to like make one trip again where I'd go, New Zealand for sure. Oh, you've been to New Zealand? Oh, yeah. How that was, was that? Phenomenal. I what was, was so crazy? It was just beautiful. The people were just super nice. They're mm. like very chill. Um, nice and like Sweden? Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah, man. Like, I don't know. When I was in Norway, the people were like, like me and my buddy nice. Sean, who are. You know, you look at us, I don't want to toot my own horn, but, like, saying, like, we're intimidating. But, like, we're pretty intimidating people. Like, we're bigger, whatever. Yeah, bigger dudes. And we're walking around, and some, whatever, random person just driving down the street. Hey, you guys need a ride? Just like, just like that, you know? What? Like, phenomenally friendly. Just out of the like, blue. Yeah, crazy. Love it. Phen- like, it was great. That's like, they, they go out of their way to, like, help you out, you know? Just like, oh, what are you guys doing? You should just check out this. Just random, like, on the bus, wherever. It's great. Oh, yeah. Loved it. That's sick. Loved it. So, Small place, though. Relatively, I guess. I don't yeah. Know. yeah. It's like two main islands. Like yeah, I was going to say, is it like now huge tourists? I think it's getting bigger because, uh, well, maybe it died down, but the Lord of the Rings was filmed there, so everyone's like, oh, i got to go. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, probably it was, dying down. It was very cool. Damn, that's sick. I love it. I met, I, I met like, uh, like kiwis, they're called, obviously, like the national bird, right? Oh, those are like, aren't they, uh, like super colorful? No, well, no, they're just like little creatures with a big beak. Little creature. You pull it up. I'm going to pull it up. Yeah. So, uh, cause I was in Antarctica, right? With doing, uh, like the Navy. I was a crane operator for, uh, uh, a mission down there. And basically we just replenished the National Science Foundation at McMurdo. Okay. Um, every year they get a shipment and I was just offloading. Boxes. They just get one shipment a year. One of... shipment a year, big, big shipment. It takes like two weeks to unload. Operation deep freeze. Just uh, everything, food, supplies, yeah. food, liquor, supplies. Yeah, <laughs> liquor. Hey man, they need it, dude. You gotta have fun. And you didn't think that there's any bars down in Antarctica? There's three. <laughs> there's three. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. Kiwi bird. Yeah. Oh, not the bird I was thinking of. No, huh? No. Nope. What were you thinking, like flamingo? No, thinking? no, no, no. Uh, no, I know that there's like some super tropical bird that has like green feathers on it, and I thought that was called the kiwi. Nope. Toucan? No. No, it wasn't a toucan. I've seen a toucan. Costa Rica. Where haven't you been? Uh, a lot of places, honestly. Okay. Yeah. I haven't been to Africa yet. I gotta go to... Ooh. Or no, te- no, technically I think I was in Africa. I was in Jordan, so I, I don't know. Is that... I think Jordan's... Or is that Asia? I don't know could be asia right like what's the cutoff i don't I know think, i think it's technically asia Jordan. if i go to africa i've been to every continent so i gotta go to africa i just gotta pick a good spot it's jordan and africa people are gonna be like these guys are idiots today but that's okay jordan Ooh. that's a close one right Ooh. what's it considered 
If you Wikipedia that, what would that be considered? This is why I need like a J- young Jamie. If yeah, I listen to Joe Rogan. Yeah, he's so oh, you listen to Joe Rogan Experience. Time, oh, I forgot it's that. It's a huge, huge uh, factor in like everything I do now. I picked up so much from that guy. Dude, genius. Do you still listen Crazy. to him? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Savage. I was weird. I'm more selective like with what I listen to now. Like I try to steer away from like the political stuff. Yeah. Just because it's just that's what I've been I'm hearing a lot of way, from a bunch of different people now. They're like, I don't want to hear any politics, and I'm like, I'm done. But like, that's cool. Football, I just want to watch football, bro. Like I just don't care anymore. It's infesting like, everything. Yeah. And um, you just get angry and just like, all right. Um, yeah, I need I need a young Jamie Vernon. Yeah. I'll, I'll pimp out a studio one day. Definitely. Yeah, you need a fact check guy, right? Yeah, just like yeah. on the fly, like, he's typing, like typing, typing as we're going. He's, he's on it. Yeah, he's on it always. Know? Yeah, he's always. So he's got to have like eight Google tabs just like on standby, right? <laughs> like he has to. He's so fast, dude. He is. He's he is. so he's fast. fast. Do you, now what else do you listen to? What else do I listen to? Like podcast wise or no? Yeah. Um. I, I listen to Serial. I think Serial is pretty cool. I don't listen to Serial. Um, I just started listening to uh, WTF by Mark Maron. Yeah, good? It's pretty good. It's more of an interviewee type style, but I love the fact that they just curse all the time. Yeah. It's, what the fuck, man? Like, what's up? How's, how the fuck is everything going, man? Like, like yeah. sounds like a total hippie, which is super cool. But he just he's like, I just don't give a shit about the rules. And I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm probably going to lean that way, too. <laughs> Uh, dude, uh, the Arab Kingdom uh, doesn't really. Just can you can you search what continent is Jordan located on? Sorry, guys. This is there's there's it's a lot okay. of blank yeah. space. Yeah. Uh, Asia, Asia. Okay. So you haven't yeah, been. So Africa. I gotta go to Africa. Okay. That's on. Yeah. What's a good spot? You know, what's a good spot? What are we thinking here? Uh, what's a good... I don't know. Yeah, South Africa, um, maybe? I was going to say. I just met... A, it's funny. We're talking about this. I just met a guy the other day at... Um, actually, at Five Points. And he was like... I was like, oh, like, what do you do? And he's like, oh, I work up in Boston. And I am a... Um, what is it? One of those teachers that travels, whatever, with the students. Uh, foreign exchange. Foreign exchange? No, it's not foreign exchange. Travel abroad. Okay. Where, they, where, uh, where like, students travel abroad, and I was like, yeah. oh, like, cool, like, let me guess, you're, like, in Paris, France, whatever, mm-hmm. Spain, like, just thinking he was gonna, like, he's like, no, nah, I'm in, uh, Nigeria. And I was like, what? Isn't that, like, a bad area? He's like, yeah, people walk around with, like, AK-47s, like, yeah. we've seen people get shot in the streets, and I'm just like, how is this even allowed, like, how is that allowed? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, it's, like, really weird, because, like, the students go to school here, like, they're shooting sometimes, like, in the streets. And, like, they're all, like, wealthy kids. Like, it's not like... He's like, I'm not dealing with people who are, like... Not... They're just... They're genuinely good kids. They come from, like, good households, whatever it is. But it's so weird because they've been brought up... Like, the amount of money it costs to have your kid go to Africa for for school is ridiculous. And he's like, "There's I only have, like, ten kids... But I don't know anybody there unless I go out and meet people. So it's like my students become my friends, but they're all like not of age, so I can't really go out with like drinking and stuff like yeah. that. And like if I see something, I have to say something, whatever. And I'm like, 
you can't go drinking with them, but somebody can get shot in the street where you are. How does that yeah, work? I think I'm out on that. Yeah, and yeah. I was just like, he's like, it's very strange how it all works. And I was like, oh, you don't say. Yeah. But, weird. yeah, very strange. Very, very strange. One of my friends went over to, uh, with the Peace Corps, mm-hmm. and he went to uh, Liberia, Africa, right? Yeah. And um, I guess met his wife, had a kid, came back. Crazy, the whole thing. Took his wife back with him? Came back here. He lives in, I think, the Bronx now. He's teaching in the inner city as a teacher now. Crazy, and that's, right? Yeah. Bayport guy, you know. Bayport guy. Yeah, I'm curious I think enough, he's I know. here. Uh, Alex Abendola. Alex Abendola. They called him Sauce. Played a lot of basketball. Did he have a... Yes. Did yeah. he have a, he had a little brother, I think right? he did. Yes, yes. yes. Yeah. Damn, that's crazy. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Just went... Oh, Just balled out of control. Went sizzler in, in Liberia. <laughs> If you knew him, you'd know what we're talking about. He just played a ridiculous amount of basketball. And he was so good. Yeah, he was. He yeah. was so yeah. good. But, yeah, Peace Corps is crazy, man. Yeah. They, like, people just go all over. Yeah. Which is great. I'm all for helping other people, especially people that need it. Mm-hmm. But it, it's just funny how it all works, how it just works out like that. Yeah. For sure. Very weird. So, I got a Navy question Let's for go. you. Let's go. How was Buds, man? Buds. Tough. Tough one. Uh, easier than boot camp, though. I would really go through buds again and go through boot camp. I had a rough boot camp, man. Rough what was transition. so bad? Um, if you're allowed to talk about it, yeah, I can talk about it. Uh, <laughs> let's see. So bad about boot camp. I think you know the initial like shock factor of like being away from your family and you're mm-hmm. living in an open bay with like a hundred other dudes. Yeah, like getting basically no sleep. Mm-hmm. Like I think you'd get like five hours a night because we were. In 800 division, like a special operations division. So, you know, you got people who would like scream at night or, you know, sleepwalk and stuff like weird things. Ooh, that's super and weird. You're just sleepwalking in the military. Weird. Yeah. Because yeah. people are just sleep deprived and you just, like, I remember like falling asleep, like, as I'm standing up and I just felt the entire time I was there, like. In boot camp? In boot camp, man. Yeah. It was, it was crazy. Really? Yeah. I think the, like, normal boot camp. Is like you get your solid eight, whatever. Like, yeah. but we would have to wake up, iron our stuff at like two thirty in the morning. Like, we'd have shifts to iron all our stuff. It was, uh, it was just not fun. Like, and uh, the drill instructors did not like me for whatever for whatever. There's reason. reasons. Did not like my face. I don't know what it was, but all everyone else liked me. Like my like the guys liked me that. You were like, just, it wasn't like they weren't seals, right? They yeah. were they were just normal Navy people. Mm-hmm. And I had I had no business trying to just be like a regular sailor. Yeah, and I think they knew that, uh, and they did not like that at all. So, oh, because they wanted you to be a regular sailor and yeah, then go. Yeah, and to, I was just like, nah, I'm just I'm skipping skipping first base here, you know. <laughs> and they did not they didn't like it. So you paid extra. Yeah, no, for sure. And my <laughs> for, 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 for sure. And my buddy. Uh, feel real bad like he's like a team guy now uh, and he just he's just like yeah man he's like uh i didn't need that because like he was my rack mate uh, so when i paid like he paid uh, you know, local guy cool guy like had him over came, came yeah, to the yeah. fire do i know him? you might have met him might have met him all I don't right know. I, don't, I don't really want to say names yeah, yeah no don't say names uh, don't say names yeah just you know another great memory but um buds yeah tough whatever uh loved it like the whole time i was there like something in the air out in San Diego, just amazing, right? Uh, 
you have any specific questions or I don't know. Well, like, what is that experience like? I because obviously I've never been through it. I mean, it's scary. And most right? people haven't, but it's, I know it's like whatever you see. You see like the documentaries and stuff like that. And you're yeah, like, um, that shit's crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not as crazy as you, I mean, yeah, it is crazy. But like, I feel like once you're there and you're in the moment, and, like you've been through all this training, it's it's all relative, right? Yeah. So. Like, you go to boot camp for whatever, two months, and then I was in Bud's prep for four months. Mm. So every day, I'm in Wait, the pool. Bud's? Five, so Bud's prep. We're in, like, Chicago or whatever, Great Lakes, and we're training five days a week, right? Mm. Monday through Friday, and we're doing – we're in the pool every day for, like, two and a half hours at a clip. Yeah, right? big the Olympic coach, size. The coach that they had was a bronze medal swimmer. So he's he's teaching us how to swim five days a week. Right, you're lifting two days a week, and then you're running three days a week. So like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you'd mm-hmm. be running, yada yada, lifting, and then they had like a hoo PT once a week, usually on like a Wednesday what or whatever. It's just like a, a beat down for three hours, just like an extra added thing for like a smoke session. They would call it right. So <laughs> that was fun. I love how you say it, like no, so nonchalant, like a little smoke session. You know, three hours in the middle of the week just to. Yeah, in case you had any spirits. Yeah, (laughs) in case you guys are having fun. Um, No, but it was good. Like, I mean, kind of had a lot of free time. Like, I I did a lot of trips to Chicago. Got to see the city. Great city. Mm -hmm. Um, Just got really good at like all the skills, like not tying stuff like that. And then you have to do like your exit, which is like uh, I think it was like a two hundred. I'm sorry, two thousand meter with fins under X amount of time, four mile time run, and under whatever. Mm-hmm. push-ups sit-ups pull-ups that thing and then if you passed you got you got to take it to the show you know going to buds boom done oh oh so this is all pre this, <clears> is, this still... is pre-buds yeah Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah i think i uh, like if, if you really count it like let's say i went to boot camp with 100 guys mm-hmm. just graduated boot camp and like didn't like quit and say hey, i don't want to do this i think like 80 guys just just boot camp, and then you get to go to eighty Bud's guys prep. that passed boot camp. Just, just the eight hundred division boot camp, yeah. And then you get to Bud's prep, and it's like okay, uh, probably losing another twenty or whatever. So really, I figured it would have been more. No, then you get to the big show, <laughs> and like you class up, but it's not everybody that you're usually training with. It's like rollbacks and stuff, guys who got hurt in training, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I think we classed up in like in doc with like hundred and sixty people. And then after Hell Week, we were down to, like, 70 or something like that, you know? Because it just, it's crazy. And Hell Week is the first two weeks, right? Or the no. First... <clears throat> so, you go through Indoc. What's which Indoc? Is, it's, uh, it's bow, they call it now. Basic orientation. Okay. So, that's three weeks long, right? So, that's just, like, your basic, like, hey, we're going to do your four-mile time run, your two-mile ocean swim. you got to pass. Very easy, mm-hmm. right? And then I shouldn't say it's very easy. Like people do quit and bow. Yeah. Like like boats on heads gets people like carrying that boat on top of your head. Somebody got hurt people. doing that a couple weeks ago, right? Uh, in buds. I don't know what it was, but I thought I saw it on the news. Are you so, talking about the Sachem High School kid? No, that kid got oh, yeah. R.I.P. Super yeah. sad. Yeah, they were carrying that. No, I thought there was somebody, someone with the military carrying a boat over their head, and somebody slipped, and some one of the guys got fucked up. I could see that. I mean, it happens all the time. Like people just. Whatever. That's how. That's how. Like the rate of attrition happens. Everyone's like, "Oh, you quit because it's cold. You don't quit because it's cold. You quit because of logs. 
log PT. What's and log quit PT? Because of boats. Number one reason people quit is boats because they can't keep up. Like, oh, carrying the boat over your head for sure. Because if you're like you take the boat right mm-hmm. you're in front of the boat mm-hmm. right, be like the one spot, mm-hmm. very like it's an easy spot. Mm-hmm. Two spot, the middle of the boat. Mm-hmm. Super difficult. Like, all the weight's on the two spot. Three spot's probably the easiest spot out of all of them. Oh, really? So, if you're in the two spot, the instructors are going to leave you alone, mm-hmm. right? And there's seven people in a boat crew, right? The coxswain or whatever is usually the officer. He's mm-hmm. in, like, the middle middle. Then, you know, in, Un- in between Middle middle guys. underneath? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Under the entire boat. Oh, right? shit. And then the one, the one spot guys have, like, this little handle they'll have, and you'll do mm-hmm. sprints, right? And, uh... Yeah, so the two spot, the instructor's going to leave you alone. You do sprints with the boat on your Yeah, I mean, the, the, first, head and shoulders. the first night of Hell Week is the tour, they call it, where you run, I think, 20 miles with a boat on top of your head all night. You're running all night. That's, with that's a boat day one. on top of your that's head? That's day one. You go everywhere. That's day one of in Hell Week. Buds? No, that's Hell Week. That's the Where does fourth Hell week? week of first phase. So you go through basic okay. orientation, three uh-huh. weeks. Then you have first phase, which is, like, it's on in first phase. Like, you class up with, like, 120 guys maybe. So 40 okay. guys quit and bow. Like, the first three weeks that are pretty easy, 40 guys quit. And then you class up with, like, let's say 120, making up numbers right now, but pretty accurate. Yeah. And then it halves the class just to get to Hell Week. So, like, Hell Week classes, they go in with, like, 60 guys sometimes, right? Because they all came out of in – the first couple weeks because they all quit in the first few weeks yeah, of yeah. first phase because first phase is not it's it's not easy what do you do you just uh they just make your life are you allowed to say yeah. what do they do yeah uh, uh boats is a big one yeah but because like if you just can't keep up like let's say we don't like you or you're just you're like not a team player or whatever mm-hmm. like you're not getting along with like your crew mm-hmm. like they're just gonna be like hey let's let's run this guy out of the boat and if you can't keep up and you're the weak link you're just you're gone so like you really see kind of like a like a wolf pack mentality, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, oh, I'm like there. yeah. If you're not gonna keep up, get out. Yeah. Uh, yep. I gotcha. And so that's kind of like the standard. Like guys have to make that. Oh, you standard. gotta. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You gotta. Yeah. So that was uh, that was a rough one. And then there's VGE going around, which is like a viral gastro infection, pretty Ooh. much. So I got that Wednesday night of Hell Week. So I'm puking and and Hell Week starts on Sunday. Sunday morning so, night. Night, usually, it's breakout, they call it. So, like, you finish three weeks of first phase, you go in, and then you're, uh, <clears throat> they they keep you in, like, a room. Mm-hmm. And, you, like, you order pizzas, or you're eating Gatorade, you're kind of hanging out, watching a movie. Oh, so, oh on Sunday, on before Sunday. Hell Week starts. So, you're, like, all nervous, right? So, like, you're, <laughs> oh, you're not getting any sleep. Come so on, my children. It really, it really starts, like, Sunday morning. Because, like, you're, I, I tried to, like, close my eyes and be like, oh, I got to rest up. It's going to be a tough week, right? Yeah. And I remember, like, all right, everyone out, out to the beach, you know, get in your tent. I'm like, okay, I'll get in my tent. So we got a cot set up, and then, like, you're, you're trying to sleep, but you're so amped up. You're just like, no way. <laughs> and, and we're there for, like, two and a half hours. I'm like, yo, when's this thing going to start? Like, I know it's starting, like, when the sun, like, goes down. But the class Does everybody us, know when it's going to start? No, like, no idea. That's why I call it breakout, because you just don't know. So it's scary. If they like you as a class, yeah. they'll start it later. If they don't uh, like you, they're going to start it right away. You know? like, <laughs> they're going to start it right it's, away. Yeah, it's funny. So I remember like looking out, out outside of the tent, and all of a sudden I see an instructor with a megaphone and a machine gun walking up, and I'm like, oh, no, I didn't get any sleep. <laughs> this, this is going to suck. 
and lo and behold, it did suck, Harry. It did. But uh, <laughs> what is he doing with a machine gun? Just they just start they firing shoot, off start rounds, just rounds. to like just to wake you up. Get to surf, get wet and sandy, and then it's just it's on after that. So, and hell week is one or two weeks. No, nah, it's one week. Okay. Um, so Sunday night technically starts. And you get, like, I think I got a total of, like, three hours of sleep, like, the whole time. Actually, I probably got, like, two because I was so sick. Like, what happens is the tour happens, like, Sunday night. You do, like, the running around. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to remember. I I just can't for the life of me remember, like, everything. But I remember there was another thing, like, you're, you're kind of, like, paddling. You're, like, you're, you're treading water for hours. I remember that, like, a morning time thing uh in the middle of the ocean no nah, this is the bay side so it wasn't bad but we went in the ocean yeah we did uh surf passage which is uh you take your boat out with everybody and then mm-hmm. you come back in you do it in the daytime and the nighttime like rock portage too which is really dangerous i don't know you gotta, <clears throat> you gotta explain i have no idea what you're talking rock about rock portage is like all right it's it's nighttime rock portage was this probably the scariest thing i've ever done because you get on a boat you go out there like the waves were Dude, they had to be like eight feet, oh, so shit. we're like you know pretty scary because you can't really see anything at night either. Yeah. So you're paddling out, yeah, yeah, paddling out, and then you have to go through this jetty, and you have to, you know, mount the jetty, go, you know, over it, and everyone's got to work as a team, right? On your you boat, back. yeah. So as we're going in, we catch this wave, like, uh-huh. and I'm going like. I'm in the one spot, like, in the front, mm-hmm. and I'm, we're going straight, like, we catch it perfectly. When you say like, one spot, you're paddling I'm in, in the front. front. I'm in the front of the boat. Yeah, right? yeah but, like, you're paddling in, in the front of the boat? Yeah. Or you're, okay. yeah, yeah. So, we, we cruise in, <laughs> catch this wave perfectly, <laughs> and I remember, like, oh, I'm going to try to brace myself on the rocks with my oar, like, a, like an idiot, right? <laughs> and, the, and the oar snaps in half, and, like, the jagged spear edge uh-huh. just misses the side of me. If that thing would have went in me, I would have been dead, dude. Like, for sure gone. Are there instructors there when this is happening? Yeah, they're, but they're screaming, yes, this is the greatest thing ever. <laughs> like, that's they're loving it, right? And I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, I almost died. But, and then in the, in the meantime, I'm like, oh, man, I need another oar. So I help my friends out, right? Yeah. So I, I get on, I get to shore, and I'm like, I need another oar, thinking it's going to be, like, a big deal. I'm going to have to pay for it, like, whatever, like, a 1,000 burpees for an oar. And you're just like, oh, yeah, here you go. No big deal. I'm like, oh, thank you. And like, I just <laughs> carried about my, you know. On Wait, they day. make you do a thousand burpees? I, I remember one time, like, the guy just made up a number. Like, I'm like, he didn't even think about it. Like, he was just, like, he was on the pool deck, and he's looking at me, and he's like, what do you think you owe for that? I'm like, I, I don't know, whatever you want to do. He's like, a thousand. Give me a thousand five-man, like, five-count push-ups. I'm like, what? I'm like, all right, yeah, that sounds fair. You know? Like, can't talk back. Come on. Oh my! A thousand push-ups is bad for what? No, it wasn't like it was like a, like uh, what do they call them? Uh, man makers, something like that, or bodybuilders. Like you know, you're just like a burpee, but you're not jumping. Okay, like, you push-ups oh, get to your feet. Yeah, One yeah. push-up get to your feet too. Oh. Yeah, it was not another bad day, you know. But so back to the story of you almost dying. Yeah, no, it was a quick one. Oh, was, so and then you just completed everything. else? Yeah, and it was easy. Yeah. And it, it was fun. <laughs> oh, here you go. <laughs> I got a, another, like, whatever. I got a really good keepsake at home. It's like my first phase helmet. Mm-hmm. Like, every phase you're in, you get a different color helmet. What I only it? got two, obviously. Right? Didn't mm-hmm. make it all the way through, but. Um, yeah, it's okay. Yeah, not really. Okay. Anyway, so <laughs> I, 
I got my green green helmet, like first phase helmet, right? And we're doing one legged bear crawls around the pool deck, like as a class, like uh-huh. for whatever punishment. One legged bear crawls. Mm-hmm. You're hopping on one one leg. And, and what's the other leg? Just, it just stays up in the air. Yeah, it's up in the air. It's bad. That sounds yeah. so miserable. It's bad. It's bad, man. And Smurf Jack's pretty bad, too. Like, when you're squatting all the way down doing jumping jacks, they catch up fast. Squatting? Yeah, if you squat, like, all the way down, uh-huh. like you're doing, like, a squat, uh-huh. and just go in and out with your legs like you're doing jumping jacks, that's called a so Smurf you're... Jack. Oh. We can oh. do 40 of them right now. No. It, it won't be good. No. Yeah. No. I'm not interested. <clears throat> so, uh... Uh, we're, we're crawling around, right? And they're just taking dudes' helmets and just, like, smashing them. And, like, whenever you hear a helmet, like, screech on the deck, yeah. it means, oh, my God, that kid's not getting any sleep because he has to repaint his helmet. He's got to sand it down. These things need to look pristine or you fail, like, a, a, a personal inspection. Uh-huh. So every time you hear, like, a, like on the – and you're like, oh, God. You're like, oh, he's not – he's – He's gonna die. Like he's he's not getting any sleep tonight. Like meaning like you're probably not gonna make it because that sleep sometimes makes or breaks it. You know. Yeah. So, and it's just at random. So it's just scary. Right? So, oh, like they'll take somebody's helmet off and just random, throw like, it. Randomly found me. Like. Oh, you got uh, fucked. Yeah. Didn't you? Just took my helmet, went goodish on the on the pool deck, and uh-huh. there was this huge crater in it, and he's carrying it around. <laughs> He's he's holding on to it and he's showing everyone else, hey, look what I did in this dude's helmet. Like and I'm like, oh god. So so we finish it. I'm the only guy without the helmet because the instructor has it. I'm like, oh man, I gotta try to get this thing back. So I go to him, instructor, whatever. Uh, may I please hold my helmet back? And he goes, this? No, nah, you don't need this. He's like, I know you guys carry extra gear. Figure it out. And I'm like, uh, well then, can I keep it as like a token? You know, like of you know. A keepsake, and he goes, I'll tell you what, you make it through Hell Week, I'll give you your helmet back. I'm like, you got it. So I pass Hell Week, right? Mm-hmm. Comes up to me, first day of second phase, like he's like one of my instructors again, right? Uh-huh. Really cool guy. Yeah. Comes up, starts screaming my name, he's like, Grow, sir. I'm like, oh, yeah, oh, whatever. So I go up to him, hey, what's going on? You know, like I didn't say it like that, but like, yeah. there's a whole introduction you got to do. And he goes, uh, Here you go, man. And I'm like, Well, I got really messed up after Hell Week, uh-huh. and I. I think I, like, tore my hamstring. Something was going on with my knee. Uh-huh. So <laughs> I failed the four-mile timed run, uh-huh. like, which is not a big deal. Yeah, yeah. I think more than half the class did. Uh-huh. But it's a big deal to me. Yeah. So he's like, hey, here's your helmet. And I'm like, oh, I don't deserve it. He's like, he's like, why? He's like, oh, I failed the run today. Uh, you know, when I pass the next run. And he goes, looks at the helmet, takes my new helmet off my head, smashes that one on the ground, destroys it, like, shatters it. <laughs> And he goes, you don't give me ultimatums. And I'm like, okay, I'm not giving you any ultimatums. Had to find a new helmet, right? But he gave me my old one back. So I'm like, all right, pretty cool. You know, one for one, not doing too bad. So, yeah, just another great story. So what do you do when you don't have this helmet? You find another one. Like, there's guys that have extra gear, right? So Oh, they buy them and bring them? Uh, more or less acquire them somehow through supply because they have friends and you know, help people out when they need it. So, oh my yeah. god, cool! And those things just shatter like that. They're not like, supposed to. No, he just pretty. He like, just, he's a powerful guy. He's just scary guy. Fuck Mike's a grocery. neck tattoo and everything. Yeah, savage. Just complete savage. Now is now the drill instructor seals too. Yeah, yeah okay. they're all team guys. Yeah, Fuck. scary team guys too. Well, most of them. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah. So just oh, 
Just a different fuck me, right? Different, yeah. <laughs> you try to be like you try to make it fun, you know. So, and yeah. then what? Phase two was all swimming, right? Dive, dive, dive school, dive yeah. and fun, no fun, kind of uh, fun. I had a lot of fun, and mm-hmm. I I felt like I was pretty comfortable, like with everything. Mm-hmm. Like I was, I passed every open circuit test, like underwater, mm-hmm. until OC nine or OC eight. I think it's OC8. I think it's OC8. Um, that's pool comp. It's basically like you go underwater, they tie your stuff up into knots. You have to go through certain procedures. I think I failed a couple procedures, and I passed out twice underwater, so I failed. Then I got, like, rolled back again. Pa- same thing. So what do they do if you pass out underwater? You fail. If you don't no, pass but the like, test, you fail. What do they do? They just dive in and, like, bring you to the yeah, surface? Yeah, they say red line, red line. And that's, like, their code of, like, hey, we got a guy out unconscious underwater. You go back up. And they put you on, you know, land, and they start smacking you in the face until you wake up again. And <laughs> most of the time, you wake up again. I don't think they've ever lost a guy like drowning like that uh, because your body naturally, like, it shuts it, like the brain yeah, will yeah. Shut, shut itself off. Yeah. And then maybe about a minute or two, it'll take another gasp to see, mm. hey, am I in a good location? Mm. And usually you are. So, but yeah. Damn, dude. Yeah, man. No bueno. I, I actually passed out on my 50 meter underwater. Why? Because I got to about 40, and it was a really sunny day, and I remember looking down at the bottom of the pool and seeing, like, my shadow, uh-huh. and all of a sudden being like, wow, like, you know, like, kind of like chicken neck, you know, when you hold your breath, you're like, uh-huh. whatever, and all of a sudden I stopped chicken neck, I'm like, wow, this isn't so bad, and I'm like, all right, keep swimming, you got a couple more more pulls, we're there, we're out, and all of a sudden I go like this, like, to do, take another big pull, uh-huh. and my arms just stop, and I'm like, why are my arms stop? And then I, boom, out. <laughs> What about my arms stop? What about my arms? And Done. I'm out. Yeah, so. But I guess when I passed out, like, I kept going, and my head hit the bottom of the Ooh. pool, but I hit the end of the pool, so I passed. He's like, he's like, I got like, good news and bad news. He's like, good news is, like, he saved you. And he's like, bad news is, he's like, you didn't pass. I'm like, really? And he's like, no, you passed. All right, see you later. I'm like, okay, awesome. Done. That's insane. Yeah. No, I know. So... I was always kind of worried about, like, you know, you hear so many stories, like, oh, they drown you and stuff. They don't really drown you. It just kind of happens <laughs> It just kind of happens no, through the process. No, it kind of does, yeah. So. That's... And that, and you, if you psych yourself out, it's no good. You really got to stay, like, super calm. Like, I used to just put on Enya, like, sail yeah. away, sail away. Yeah, yeah. I used to, like, You could have music? No, that's oh, in just... my head. Like, oh, that's, oh, that was my soundtrack. Oh, like, I got you. Like, Beach Boys. Like, yeah, just super big, calming yeah, music. Yeah. Just chill music, but yeah, yeah. You can't get all amped up because you just no, exert no. yourself. It's all immediately. about it's all about you know arousal control, being chill, thinking about it. You know, so, yeah. You definitely got to methodically yeah go about everything, and then like during that whole now since after or when you're in buds and you're not in pre pre training, are, are you respected like as a person still or no? Uh, it's all business, right? No, I would say not. Like, no. I, I mean, like, do you are you able to sleep for like eight hours a night to, like, in pre buds? No, after af, like in buds, not in pre buds. Uh, you rarely get. I mean, like, do you get like a solid it de- at least dude, six? It, it depends on the day and the evolutions that they do. You know, it's not every day. Like, I would say first phase, you're probably getting. I mean, it's really up to you. Like, hey, how how long do I want to sit and make sure this knife is super sharp? Am I going to say, hey, my knife's not sharp, so 
when the guy in, instructor comes to like feel it and it feels like a butter knife like am i going to get beat down i'm going to look like a bad guy in front of everyone mm-hmm. or am i going to take the time to do this like so you got to kind of like weigh your options hey is the six hours i'm going to get if i don't sharpen this knife good for because my body needs it as rest mm-hmm. but i'm also going to get a beat down mm-hmm. or is it do I take the sleep deprivation, sharpen my knife, look like a stud, and go about my business? Mm. So it's like they want the whole package, right? They they want you to sharpen your knife, be a stud, do it all. You know, that's yeah. kind of what they're looking well, for. They're trying right? to weed you out, exactly. But you know, there's you know some nights that like I know I know dudes that just didn't care, and they're <coughs> they're in. You know, like they're just like yeah, I'll take the beating. I don't care. And, and oh, because they're just some, so fucking they're tough. Because yeah. they're super t- yeah, super tough. You know, so. Just, you know, it's it, it's it, it's not just like a one thing. Like, there's other attributes that obviously make up for other incompetency. You know, like or whatever. Just that's crazy. It's awesome. No, it's great. That's insane. That's absolutely insane. Yeah, man. What else you got? I don't know. That was I was I was actually super curious about that. And then you did a lot of traveling with the Navy too, right? Yeah. For sure. That was probably the best benefit. I mean, besides the friends that you make and everything. Yeah. That's so nuts, though. I can't believe that that's the shit that they used to do. Yeah. Because you always see on, like, TV, it's like, oh, you know, Bud's training or Green Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff. Yeah. And, like, class politics, too. Like, how good your class leader is and your LPO. Oh, you have class leaders and shit? Yeah. Uh. Like, how good your officer is. Is he going to talk your ear off about stuff, or does he kind of let you guys go to do your own thing and be your own And person? they take all of that, and they have to take it all into account. Yeah. Yep. Damn. Yeah. There's a, it's a big process, man. And then, now, let's say you walk into class with, I don't know, 120 people. Mm-hmm. By the time you're done, after Buds, so whatever it is, because you said Hell Week, what, after Hell Week, there's like, what, 60 people left? I mean, honestly... <clears throat> If you pass Hell Week, you probably have a 90% chance of getting through butts. I would say probably even more, maybe 95. Like, if you make it through Hell Week, you're pretty... Because Hell Week's, there, Hell there's Week's more, There's less guys... <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I would say 95%. Damn. Crazy, right? That is crazy. Hell Week's that bad. Yeah, it sucks. I mean... Worst thing you did in Hell Week, other than running around with 20 miles of the boat on your head? I'd say probably shit in my pants and throwing up for three days on Wednesday night. Oh, because you got sick. The intest- the, uh, that, was bad. that was horrible. And it's like, I remember, because uh, Gary Sinise, Lieutenant Dan, was there to shake my hand after oh. I was done. Yeah, yeah. Like, you get secured, and they usually have, like, some celeb where, like, the vice president will come or secretary uh. of defense, and I'll be like, congrats, you know, whatever. So Gary Sinise does After a lot Hell of work. Week? Yeah. Oh, Gary cool. Sinise does like a lot of work with the UFO. Uh-huh. So I remember he actually knew my name. Like he studied my name somehow. Because either that or I was that delusional that he said, oh, congratulations, Mike, whatever. And I'm like, what? I, I, maybe I had a conversation with him and my mom was just like losing it. Uh-huh. But he re- he knew my name. And I was like, that is very impressive. Like super impressive. Yeah. And then an instructor came like right after and he goes, he, like slapped me on the back and he goes, it's over, man. You can smile. And I'm like, I remember like saying, I'm like, it's not over. I'm sick. This is going to be a long process. And it was. Like, it was a miserable. They didn't even give you time to heal up? 
they give you a weekend and then you have walk week after that like you don't run to everything you walk and then you do basically like oh, to let your body pool, heal pool rehab for about a week it's mostly classroom stuff you learn about like hydrographic reconnaissance and the history of the teams just like when you if you do like a if you want to clear a beach or you do like a boat landing uh-huh. you you get you have to sit like test the water depth see what like what your best area of opportunity is and so they they bring us out on like a string uh-huh. and everyone's got like a you know like a weight uh-huh. and they obviously could tell the depth yeah and you have a a chart and you have like a wax a wax pen or uh-huh. pencil and you're like you're writing down like the depths and you're kind of like you know so they scrubbing th- the shore yeah they think a lot about this yeah no this has been around for a while and then uh then we did OTBs, they're called, like over the beaches, where it's like a quick recon. Like they would make like a mock mission, and you'd go in and do your searches and like guns and scout. all full uh, gear. Yeah, it's like mock, like a mock mission. Yeah. And so, learned a lot of, a lot of cool things. You know, it was a lot of like those were so much fun. Like yeah. it's just like That's after that, stuff. like it, it's like the selection part is pretty much over like uh-huh. that's selection like hell week and then you get to start learning you know uh, so that's it gets so much fun it's awesome like you get to drink coffee you get to like <laughs> dip if you want to dip in the classroom and you're just like man this is baller you know and you get a brown shirt too which is the best thing about it because like if you're you're a hell week graduate mm-hmm. you get a brown shirt and it's just like a ton of respect like the instructors will talk to you like a person mostly and then you know, you're not like and a white It's just shirt. a regular brown shirt? Yeah, with your name stenciled, last name stenciled in it. So if you're a white shirt, they don't like you. If you're a brown shirt, they'll like you. Well, white shirt means what? White shirt is pre-Hell Week. Uh. Like you're still in selection, you know? Uh. Damn. You can grow your hair out a little, a little bit, barely, but a little bit. Like you have to shave it in first phase, like completely bald, and then you let it grow from there out. So that's another thing. Damn. You take your pride, you know? And then once you get that brown shirt, yeah, I mean, you know, unless your class really messes up, and then they'll 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 take stuff from you, you know, like they'll be like, all right, you guys gotta wear a different uniform, or we're gonna shave your heads, and we're not gonna take anything away from you, we're not gonna secure your weekend, but we'll punish you in another way, you know, like big boy punishment style. So and then you just go with it. I mean, you can't really, you can't, don't really have an option. You have no option. Yeah, is what it is. Man. No coffee during that first phase. Uh. Pre Hell Week, yeah, no coffee, no, no nothing. Um, I mean, guys used to, you know, maybe have a coffee in the morning, but like, that's it. Like, not in the open, you know. Oh, uh, you'd have to hide it. Yeah, that's so crazy. Yeah, I mean, you don't dude. want caffeine anyway; it's gonna dehydrate you and yeah. mess you up. That's insane, dude. Yeah, that's all about Hell Week. Yeah, it's a big step in it. And you slept two hours in Hell Week. Well. Let's see. Wednesday is the first day that you can really take a, a nap, right? So you're up from Sunday till Wednesday. You do your med check. And then after your med check, I think they give you an hour nap. And then... Med check meaning, nap. like, make sure you're still yeah. capable of continuing? Yeah. You know, they'll check you out. Check your, like, your whatever. every You know, vitals and stuff like that. If you have anything that needs to get... You know, they'll clean you with, like, uh, Hibiquens just so you don't get MRSA or whatever else. Holy shit. And then, let's see. Yeah, I think Wednesday's maybe the two-hour nap, I think, because there's one longer than the other. So I remember taking a nap. I had to pee. 
I remember like, do I get up or I just pee my pants? I'm like, I'm just gonna pee my pants. So I peed my pants in the cot. Like I'm like, whatever, it's a warm sensation. You're always cold anyway. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> oh I smiled, God. went back to bed. And then That's so terrible. And then I remember nodding <laughs> off and then again, like the it's like another breakout, like hit the surf, get wet and sandy. And I remember like Every I wish I didn't take a nap because all of my joints swelled up, like my knees swelled up, mm. like I couldn't move, and that's all of a sudden you start walking like you know, like you're a this skeleton. Stuff, or yeah, something. yeah. So I remember looking around and just looking at the guys like hitting the surf. Some guys are crying. They're like, no, because it's it's so miserable because you're warm. Yeah. All of a sudden you know it's just going away. Like, yeah, and it's just why? Oh, because you're on the beach or yeah, yeah. You're in the tent, right? Yeah. And they're like hit the surf. I'm like, oh god. I'm looking. I remember seeing this dude's face like it's all puffed out, and swollen, crying. And then I got sick that night. And then the next med check. I had been having a severe case of diarrhea because like I, a lot of gastric distress, mm-hmm. and uh, I didn't even get to sleep. Like, Do they Thursday. feed you, by the way? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're four four meals. Well, yeah. I am I six to ask twelve you? six midnight. Six twelve six midnight. Yeah. Every six hours you're getting a meal. So I like I started. And is it like a real meal meals. or? Oh, it... Yeah. No. It's you're going. To, you're running to the cafeteria or you're getting an MRE. Uh, and you're eating it in in the surf sometimes. Like I remember, we had to eat. I think with like obviously the boats on top top of our heads, and when they're just spraying us with the hose, it was like one meal. Another meal was at night, and mm-hmm. if they don't like you, they'll be like, "All right, go in the surf zone and eat your food." And that's when you lay down. No, I mean you're sitting Indian style, but you're getting crushed by waves, and it's not fun. Damn, that's, you gotta, it, that's you, like a punishment, though. You know, usually uh, that doesn't happen. That's insane, dude. Yeah, it's rough, man. You gotta do what you gotta do, though. Fun shit. Now, and now onto firefighting. On firefighting, yeah. Two jobs I ever wanted, doing it. So military and firefighting. Yeah, FDNY specifically, definitely. Good shit. Yeah, how's FDNY? It's great. Best job in the world, man. Ripping jobs. Uh you know, like when I first got on, I'm like, oh man, I'm gonna go fire every day. It's gonna be sick. Like you know, but it's not like that. No. Um, some some. Days could be di- – like, some days you go to, like, three in a day. Some days, like, you – whatever. You're not going to go to one for maybe a month. It all depends, like – because it's, like, a shift schedule, right? Mm-hmm. So you can miss out. Like, guys oh, yeah. can be crushing it, and you're yeah. not doing anything, right? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, hit or miss. Best job? Yeah, by far. No, I mean, like, best job it- – Best oh, fire. Best fire yeah. ever? Yeah. What, on, in the FDNY that I've had? Or Bayport. Bayport, honestly. Best job ever in Bayport. Um, wow, had to be the night of the blackout, like my first fire ever. You were in? Yeah, 2003. I was like brand new. I was in for like a week or two. August 2003, I think. Yeah, because I, rem- uh, I remember the blackout. Yeah, it was, a, it was like a big Victorian house on... Where was that? Seaman Avenue, I guess, on the left-hand side? Seaman or South Ocean? Man, I don't remember now. Mm. But either way, yeah, I remember being like, whoa. Like, house, house, like, just ripping. And I remember a guy who was a fireman in the city, he's like, like, help me with this ladder. I'm like, okay. And I put up the ladder to, like, the second floor. And he looks at me and he goes, I'm going to go in there. And the fire's, like, coming through the window. I'm like, okay. Like, (laughs) (laughs) Have fun. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, that was cool. 
learned a lot, you know, just guys like, uh, you know, senior guys teaching you crazy things and, yeah. you know, learn a little bit. There's always time. things to learn in the fire yeah, service. It's amazing. It never man. ends. No, I know. It's always changing. It's, that's the craziest thing is it's just, I mean, I guess it's with it's everything. It's just always, yeah. always changing. And then people are coming out with like new, and especially now with like the, the speed at which technology is moving. Yeah. It's, you know, back in the olden days, it was just a jacket, then a jacket and boots. Now it's like, you're wrapped up to the gills. Yeah. Now, oh, now you have electronics on you. You have a CO, a carbon monoxide sensor. You yeah. have... Tick, thermal emission yep, camera. A tick. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's just... From but at like, the same time, like, you rely on technology, you kind of get you get away from the basics. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, a lot of guys, like, you. and you're wrapped up to the gills, you don't know, like, hey, is it going to flash over? Mm-hmm. I, you don't know, because, like, you, all of a sudden, like, all right, it's kind of hot. If I'm feeling hot and I'm wrapped up, like... It's got to uh, be pretty hot. Yeah, it's probably going to flash over on you. But guys used to have, like, a better warning system. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, because like you could feel keep it. keep their coat open or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's insane. And the craziest thing is that, like, guys would – people went in with jackets. And it was okay, which was oh, fine because you can only you only go in as far as you feel comfortable with. But now you with all the gear, you just don't feel it. Yeah. It's nothing. I know. It's nuts. It's nuts. It what, is. Craziest city firefighter? Um – feel i talk about i mean there was like a mayday situation that i've been to like a, a couple um like a smoke explosion caught a guy in like the back he just kind of like got knocked to his you know his rear end and whatever else but uh another one the ironsman truck got a little disoriented and yeah he thought he kind of thought he was trapped for a little bit oh uh, okay but he, like, whatever, someone ended up grabbing him and, like, bringing him out the side entrance. But, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Nothing, like, super, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like I'm kind of desensitized, too. Like, Because you've been been through it? I, I don't know. I don't want to say, like, oh, yeah, I've been in so many fights. But, like, it's not, like, you know, like, ladder 49 or anything crazy. Yeah. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Like, Yeah, it's not like that. No. And everything's so... Like, well-planned, and, like, it's almost, like, you, there's no such thing as freelancing. It's like, hey, you're there. This is your specific job. Like, yeah. Your first do, your it's second so do. you got to be in your position doing your thing. And, mm-hmm. You know, and if something goes wrong, bad hydrant, okay, we're, we're going to make up for that. You know, yeah. if someone's going to be a water resource unit, go get that hydrant, get us water, and do what we got to yeah, do. Yeah, it's so, so methodically planned. Yeah. yeah. They fi- I mean, I don't want to say they figured it out, because still tragedies do happen. Yeah. But yeah. for the most part, they're dealing with it. So often you have all these experts, you have yeah. all this knowledge in there that it's it's constantly and and on top of it you have paid manpower. Mm-hmm. You have guys on standby twenty four hours a day, seven days a week, three hundred sixty five days a year. Yeah. So if something does happen, you know the troops are coming. Where you know the volley life, you could call you call it sometimes and. Maybe somebody shows up with four guys or three guys, and some got some somebody shows up with a dozen guys, yeah, or whatever it is. So that's that's the craziest part about it. Yeah, and I think you have that that huge contrast disparity, right? Yeah, I hear you. Now, what do you think is crazier, being in a fire or going through the military through buds? I would assume buds is probably the craziest uh, shit. Crazier. I mean, what's your definition of crazy? You know, true. I don't know, man. The most oh shit moment. Oh shit moment? Yeah. I mean pick your poison, drowning or burning, you know? 
<laughs> I'm just jolly. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's kind of what it comes down to, but uh, yeah, I feel like you're gonna get hurt either way, right? I mean, there's gonna be some whatever, some injuries that possible, whatever death in some cases. You know, you never know. Yeah, but it's just obviously, I I think the juice is worth the squeeze. For sure, I like you only have so much fun. You feel like, you know, there's I don't know, not a, a lot of better feelings than like helping people and being in like a high stakes environment. I feel is like pretty, pretty fun. Gets the blood going. Yeah, I mean, and and you constantly got to be like on your game. It's a mm-hmm. big mental game. You don't have to be like a, you know, brute knuckle dragger like I am, but uh, it definitely helps to have a, a brute knuckle yeah. dragger. To have, uh, you know, a little strength in you. And then just being super smart and cognizant. Like, I feel that those are definitely the best firemen, you know. Yeah. When you think about it. Being you know, well aware. The most talented guys are and just well-rounded dudes and, you know, pretty handy guys. And you mm-hmm. learn from them. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. I love it. She's she's getting pretty mouthy over there. I know. I know. You want to wrap right. this thing it's up? Right, Days. Well, what else do you want to talk about? I don't know. Keep flowing. Yeah, we keep flowing. Yeah, poor dog. dog just, she's all right. I think we, she's we have a dog boy. in the studio. In case, yeah. in case you're wondering what the uh, the I don't want to say grumbling. Quietest dog ever, though. Still, she was, and then she yeah, she was. It. I did. She just wants to hang out with us. Yeah, for sure. Whatever. Basically, we're doing a podcast. Unless you want to get up on a mic, she might tell us the stories, the war stories. I'll tell but, you a fun story with her. Yeah, let's hear it, man. Okay, so why not? That's what this is for. Going going for a run, right? Mm-hmm. Go for a run with her. She likes it. Uh, let her off leash. It's uh, like a trail run in mm-hmm. there, like Camp Edie, right? Mm-hmm. And she doesn't sushi. stray away. She'll keep like a distance. She'll mm-hmm. know, like, oh man, I'm too far. I gotta come back, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So she's in that like little perimeter. But uh, I think we finished the run, and we're like we're leaving, mm-hmm. or maybe we're just getting there. Either way. Right, <laughs> there's there's like a little lake. It used to be actually used to be like cranberry bogs back there. If you knew about that, like there's like four. On Long Island, in San Sushi, like where the oh, Girl really? Scout camp oh, is over there, like the the other side, the uh-huh. actual park, it's a yeah, yeah. park. Um, yeah, it used to be cran. It used to be a cranberry farm. So that she goes know. in there. She loves the water. Mm-hmm. So I think I I throw like a rock out there. Mm-hmm. And she's swimming right. Mm-hmm. And then she just keeps going. You throw a rock at Yeah, because she, she'll chase it, right? <laughs> so she goes out there. She usually comes back in. She's like, hey, where's the next rock? All right, so she kept on going. It's like, all right, she's going to meet us on the trail going this way. So all of a sudden I hear in the reeds just barking like, ruh, ruh, ruh. I'm like, okay. She knows I'm talking about her. Yeah, she does. And um, so my wife goes on the other side. I'm like, you go that way, I'll go this way. And all of a sudden I hear like a, a snap and I hear like squeal. I'm like, okay, I'm going in. So I take off my shoes. I Into go the in. lake? Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, you know, whatever, waist high in yeah. this water. Savage. And uh, so it's I probably get nothing there. compared to Bud still. I get there and she's fighting this. Uh, I thought, like, honestly, dude, like, I thought it was a wolf. Like, the thing looked huge. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what is going on? And I see it, you know, going after her, and she's going after it. I come back. It's a gigantic raccoon. Right? Dude, raccoons are vicious animals. Vicious. So she's going after it, and she's, like, backing up, and I could tell she's, like, kind of nervous. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay. So the thing goes after her, and then she she grabs it. So 
I look behind me. My wife's coming like she's like whatever. She's up to her waist too. She's coming in oh, after us. Oh my god! Yeah. So I'm like, what? It's getting pretty crazy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I'm like, Sarah, get me a stick, right? Uh-huh. So she gets me a stick, and I start. While you guys are in waist high water. Yeah, but she's it, like full on like getting after it. Her and this raccoon like uh-huh. just going crazy, right? So Ricky Raccoon has her like scratching her. Uh-huh. She's got it, I think possibly by the neck and then i'm trying to just i'm like i gotta kill this thing before it gets you know i'm thinking rabies you know who yeah, knows right yeah rabies so I'm, I'm trying to bash this thing's head head in <laughs> and hey, you're protecting your dog man my traumatized wife is behind me like what's going on like, <laughs> is it all right you know I'm like no it's it's not okay and the and the stick breaks right oh shit so i look back and i'm like sarah get me another stick right <laughs> gets me another stick start hitting it again and then it's got like a pointy edge uh-huh. so i'm just going straight like barbarian mode Done. well yeah just any type of organ and uh then i had to hold its head underwater with my foot mm-hmm. and well we uh we had a bonding moment you know we slayed a raccoon <laughs> together really and then You're an uh, then i, I had it. to we made a few phone calls like hey we gotta get that rabies vaccination <laughs> up to date and whatever, she ended up being fine. So that's good. I'm surprised Daisy didn't fuck that raccoon up. Yeah, no, it was a big one. It's big. I she had was kind of nervous. Like she was like, "Oh, things." You know, it's a yeah. yeah. The yoked, uh, yoked raccoon. <laughs> yoked, yoke life. Yeah. Um, I had a raccoon. I guess it was it was a decent size. It wasn't anything. It definitely wasn't the biggest one I've ever seen. But it was definitely not a baby by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. And um, so I wake up one morning. And I'm he- and I hear something, and it kind of sounds like rain. And I'm like, I didn't think it was supposed to rain this morning, but you know, I mean, fucking bipolar weather on Long Island, anything can happen mm-hmm. most of the time. And uh, so I'm like, ah, oh, you know, sounds like rain. I'll, just, I'll knock off, whatever, go back to bed. Wake up like 15 minutes later, still kind of sounds like rain. Like, it sounds like rain's hitting the the garbage pail. Oh, it's so, hail. What? Hail? No, no, the no, day? no. No, oh, that shit was crazy, though. Crazy. Yeah. Someone was breaking into my house. Crazy. <laughs> She's freaking out. Yeah, it was nuts. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, that yeah. was no joke. But I'm thinking, like, maybe it's just raining enough that I don't really hear it, but I hear, like, the rain coming off the roof and hitting the garbage. Okay. So yeah. I'm like, all right, you know, you know, knock out for, like, another half hour. I hear it again. I'm like, this is so weird. Like, I'm not getting up to go look outside. I'm just like, like, it's... Like, I'm surprised that the weather's gone this long with just a weird rain. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Knock out again for, like, another half hour. My alarm goes off. Wake up, and I'm like, oh, you know. I wake up, and the first thing I do is look out the window to, like, you know, check the weather before before you leave the house. And I'm like, there's no rain outside. I'm like, well, that's weird. So I go outside, whatever, and ready to go to work. And I'm like, you know, let me just check the garbage. It's like... It was a really weird noise. Like, let me see what's going on. And, like, I don't know what's in the garbage or whatever. Like, and I'm still here. And then as I get outside, I hear it again. And I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck is that? So now I got, like, a stick in my hand, whatever. Because okay. I'm like, I don't know what I don't know what's in there. Like, yeah. it could be a fox. It could be a, <sighs> Who knows? A, it could be a stray dog, a Pterodactyl. cat. Pterodactyl. You don't yeah, know. A, yeah, a cat. Shout out to Chris, yeah. my buddy Chris. You, you know Chris. Got attacked by a cat. <laughs> And he got fucked up by a cat. Yeah, he did. I saw the shots that he had to get, and, like, they went in just, like, straight up. Oh. And I'm not good with, like, needles or anything like that. I'm, like, You can go through buds and go into a burning building. needles, dude. Really? Oh, God. I was totally cool with that. 
But he showed me, like, dude, the 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 needles were as big as this Killcliff can. No, I saw it. And I was like, she's like, yeah, he, she had to use two hands to like, like put dude, it in just, me. Just put me out for this. Yeah, you know, like, do me a favor, put me out. Like, and he was screaming in the videos. So I'm like, oh, that does not look fun. Oh, I remember seeing that. Yeah. And so I'm like, no, I don't know what, like what's in there. Like, I don't want to get bit. No. So I go like pick up the lid, and there's this raccoon, and like he immediately went into like I'm gonna fuck you up mode, and oh, I was like. No. This just didn't. This was not cool. Yeah. Not what I was like. Not what I was expecting. Yeah. Like I didn't know what it was, but I wasn't expecting a raccoon. I figured yeah. he was gone, and he must have fallen in, and the lid must have closed, and his buddies couldn't help him out. So I'm like, <laughs> um, like how do I even deal with this? Like, do I fill this thing up with water? Like, do I let him drown? Like, what? Like, I don't know how to get rid of a raccoon in a garbage. Like, I know how to do it in a cage. Yeah. yeah. Like, and I'm like, I don't want to kill him. Like, he still looks like. He's like a young adult, like, yeah, I'm pissed that you're going through my garbage, but I don't think you deserve to die for it. Yeah. Like, so I'm like, fuck, like, I don't know how to get, like, I don't know how to let this thing go. And, like, I've seen, you you always see those bullshit YouTube or Facebook viral videos, and it's like the raccoon, like, comes after the people or whatever. It's like, oh, let me feed the raccoon. You don't want to be just another number, right? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So I'm like. Some furry bandit. I'm like, um, all right. So I grab, like, two more sticks, and I'm like, all right, if this thing's going to come at me, I'm going to fuck this thing (laughs) up the day up. But I'm like, I don't know what to do. So I, like, hold the lid closed. So I'm like, all right, it can't get me. And I go, oh. I would have just been out. I would have been like, I would have kicked that thing over. I'm out. Like, well, that, well, that's what I did. So I was like, um, all right. I brought it, like, all the way, like, away from my garage. Because I, I didn't want – I was even more afraid it was going to run into the garage. And mm. then I'm like, fuck, now I can't even get in and out of the house. Yeah. And then, like, how am I going to get this thing out? The last thing I needed to do is call more in. More in. So I'm like, fuck. All right, let me – I go to the, the far side of my, my driveway – and I'm like, all right, I'm going to kick this thing over and I'll let the raccoon get out. But my dumbass kicks it the wrong way, so the lid is still closed, not open. Okay. So I'm like, um, well, that didn't work the way I wanted yeah. it to because the well, raccoon's still crafty, in there. Usually they're pretty crafty. They could probably figure it out. Uh, right? I didn't even think about that. No. And it's got, a, it's got like a long lip, so it would have it gotten like a little caught. He would have had to try. How many male, like, I'm sorry, how many garbage men do you think have been surprised by raccoons? Oh, Probably all the time. Probably, yeah, right. Probably but they have like those bit. big, thick gloves on. Mm, I don't know. Scary job. You yeah, no, man. And then it like <laughs> you just don't because that stuff like compacts and stuff can just shoot at you. Yeah, and, like yeah, you know, like and, people uh, throw out crazy stuff. Oh yeah, all the time. Yeah, that's, dead bodies. That's gotta be a dangerous job. Dead bodies go in the garbage all the time. Yeah, all the time. Um, I don't know about that. But... <laughs> you usually see them in the news. Yeah. But uh, so I'm like, all right. I was like, I gotta let I gotta let this sucker out. Like and especially I don't want one of my siblings to walk out and get into a car and it happens to figure out how to get out and bites one of them. So I'm like, alright, I gotta make sure this thing leaves. So I'm like, alright, take one of the sticks and open up the garage oh, the garage open up the garbage can the lid and bring it all the way back. And I'm like, alright, cool, and I'm backing it away. And he like runs out and looks back and sees me and he's like, I'm gonna fuck you up. And I was like, Come on, man, like I just hooked you up. Like yeah. I could have drowned you. Like I could have yeah. done a million things. Come on, bro. And he starts, like, coming at me. I'm like, oh, like, I'm, like, now I'm, like, getting ready to full swing at this motherfucker. I'm like, this little raccoon. This guy was full, like, that feisty, huh? Oh, he was ready to kill me. Wow. And I'm like, oh, dude, I just let you out in a freedom. Yeah. Like, I gave you a second chance at it's life. something about you. Yeah. Right? Coming at me, coming at me. And then, I, like, I was like, all right, still backing away, still backing I'm like, if you come into my garage, you're done. Like, either I'm going to punch you across the yard or I'm going to hit you with this stick real fucking hard. <laughs> <laughs> and like he came like another ten feet closer and realized like all right you're not coming after me and then zipped away but I was like 
close encounter. Me and it you was. had something in common, you know? <laughs> I, d- people, I did yeah. not do what you yeah. did, though. Yeah, hand to hand. You're Ooh. a savage animal. <laughs> that was pretty bad. Did you Did you actually grab the raccoon, or did you no, just No, I, I stepped on its head and like while I had it with the stick, and I just drowned it. Whatever. Just, it needed <sighs> to be done. I had to save my dog, right? I like my dog more than I like 99.9% of the people in the world. I was going to say, your dog's a shit. I know. And what are we at, like 8, mil- 8 billion people in the world? Something like close? It's got, yeah, it's, it's got to be over that Can now. we check that, Jamie? Jamie, can you check that? Yeah, hold on. Young Jamie's going to pull us up. It's got to be like 8, right? So what's 99 point, or what's that? It's probably 0. even. What's that point oh one? How many people? That's oh, still a we're ton. Actually, we're actually less than I thought we'd be at. What are we at? We're seven? at 7.4. 7.4. Wow. Yeah. Isn't it it's crazy, dude. I was looking up world populations, just like, hey, Revolutionary War, like, how many people were in the world? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Why? How many people were there? Not a lot. Not 7.4 billion. No. And it's just going to get bigger. We got a real problem. We got a people problem. We do have a people problem. Got a people what do you think is the next step for, like... Next step? Honestly? Uh, wow. Because I've heard some crazy... We get deep. We get real deep. So let's but... get deep, bro. Oh, man. Really? Okay. What... What do you, I think we should do? What do you think we should do, or what do you think is going to happen? And do you want another beer? Uh, I'm, there's a little bit in there. I don't know. I'll be fine. Um, I think that, well, first off, having kids is a privilege, not like, you know, a right, I think, yeah. personally. Mm-hmm. You know, if you don't have the means to have a child, you probably shouldn't have a child, right? Yeah. Uh, let's be honest. I heard a great um, a great quote. I'm going to cut you off, but I heard a great quote, and I was like, you need a license for almost everything in this world, yeah, except to have a kid. Have a uh, have a life that you're in charge of? That's <laughs> crazy. Yeah. Like, i got to register my dog. Like, my dog's on the grid. You know what I mean? Really? Yeah. Like, no one's no one's saying, hey, well, whatever. Some people are like, oh, well, well you can't have a, a, a dog that weighs more than this in, in this apartment, right? And you mm. could, But you could have a kid, maybe not even pay that much attention to it, you know? I don't know. <laughs> you're crazy. Not, yeah, you're crazy. not wrong. Um, yeah, I think it's definitely a privilege. And I think you need to devote a ton of your time to it. It's not just like a hobby, right? Obviously. Yeah. I don't even have one. And I'm saying this. I sound so stupid right now. But, um, yeah, I don't but know. But you're not wrong. I'm not wrong yet, right? But. <laughs> yet. Yeah, I don't know. I, I really think that people need to be like, you know what? Should we have one? You know, mm-hmm. um, there was this study called the Bell Curve. It's a book out, and I he it was very controversial though. Mm-hmm. Um, he did these studies on different um, like social, you know, welfare and whatever else, and 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 groups of people, obviously. And he found out that he would put like Asians. Japanese families, I think, maybe mm-hmm. number one, because they would usually only have one child, and mm-hmm. they would pay so much attention to that one child. So mm-hmm. the the more or less that was a law they can only have the, one child in China for well, a long now, time. yeah. But basically, he was just trying to communicate that hey, uh, devote all your time and resources into one child, as opposed to having a ton, mm-hmm. and not you know you're getting shared experience there. You know, yeah, not as good. Yeah, so. That's how we kind of. Uh, Isn't it crazy to think though? You need to have at least three kids to increase the population. If you really yeah. think about it, because one kid, yeah, you're only is you're only fifty percent. Yeah, two kids I, is a hundred. That's then, crazy. You know, like how many? Fucking I think I'm people good. Are, I'm good at two. I feel like I'm going to be 
a good at two. Yeah, I'd be okay with two. Like three would be okay, but I'm good. I'm good with two. Yeah. I mean, I'm good with maybe one. You know, I don't. Yeah. I don't need to go crazy, right? Yeah. I could. I could maybe not even have kids and just go sizzler my entire life. I don't know. Is that make me a bad person? I don't know. It's weird. But like, am I gonna feel weird when I'm like sixty and be like, oh, I don't have a kid? And now what do I well, do? Isn't that so weird when yeah, you're like something's got to be missing? Right? You're like, you're like, what? It's got to be like a human instinct to be like mothers to reproduce or whatever. Oh, definitely. Yada yada yada. But like, you're like, what? If you see an older person, they're like, oh yeah, I don't have kids. You're like, why? Like, why didn't you have? kids? I feel like now it's more accepted. Like, if you're like, yeah. oh, I'm not having kids, you're like a professional. Oh, all right, yeah. But like, back in the day, you see somebody like, oh, like, oh, do you have any kids? Like. No, nah, I just have like no. Nah, it was like taboo, nephews. right? Like it was yeah. considered taboo. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I don't know. Now I feel like it's very accepted. Now it's just like eh, no big deal. Yeah, I feel where it's getting that way. I feel like it's al- I feel like it's almost weird though. If you have like one, you're like, why would you have one? Like, why would you have like four? Like, I feel like everybody, like, these families... Or that, like, getting... taboo, oh, you're a, you're a single child? Like Yeah, oh, oh, you're you're yeah. an only child. Like you're, what... the, you're the middle kid? You got problems, right? Oh. It's, <laughs> it's so weird. It is. But, like, what do you, now, what do you think... Because I'm looking at this graph, and this graph is literally a straight upward diagonal line. I'll actually lay this thing out. What so graph are we it. talking here? Just, World population? Yeah, just Earth population. Yeah. Back Go to, like, 1776, man. Oh, my God. How many How many people in the world? 1776. But how good could the counter really be? I would say decent. You think? Yeah, right? There's science behind this. I have no idea. Um, there was an estimated world population. Uh, what do we got, Jamie? Three. Oh, God. I can't read when it's laying down. Uh, there were about 2.5 million people living in the United States in 1776. Yeah, as opposed to 370 million now. 330. Are we really? Oh, is it is it 370? I thought. I'm just making up numbers, by the way, but I'm pretty close. Oh, I just I, think I saw. I hear that number. No, oh, it's, it's actually not even as high as 330. It's 323 million people in wow. the United States as of 2016. Um. Yeah, we're just popping out kids like crazy. Our line is pretty aggressive. Mm. I think more than half the world population lives in Southeast Asia, though. So, Ooh, super concentrated. Yeah. yeah. Um, what do you think? Like the next steps are for mankind? Um, well, some, to, some philosophical, philosophical, th- philosophical stuff. Yeah, uh, philosophical stuff. Honestly, we gotta, we gotta, you know, take into account. I hate to be like that green guy, but like, yeah, we gotta watch. Got to watch our planet, right? Yeah. Got to watch our resources. Absolutely. Can't can't just be bowling out of control here, you know? It's popping kids uh, out like crazy. Yeah, come on. Let's relax here a little bit. Do you need it? I don't know. Do you need the five kids? Probably relax with two, right? Two's fine. Yeah, just, right? We're just good. maintain. We're good. We're yeah. good. But then you got to think about life expectancy, too, is going to go up, right? That, see, that's what scares the shit out of me. Why? Because, like... I kind of want to live for a little bit. So... I have this crazy fucking off-the-wall idea, but I'm, like, at the rate technology's going, I think, if it's not our generation... Our minds are going to be downloaded on a supercomputer and we're going to live forever. Nope. Was not going to go there. Okay. Um, but I'm not opposed to that. That'd be pretty cool. Um, but, but what if I, you wanted to shut that program off and you couldn't shut it off and you're just imprisoned in some place? Oh, forever, yeah. Kind of weird. Um, and could you imagine having to talk to someone... 
like in that same computer for the rest of your life, like the most boring. Like, oh, I'm like, stuck oh, here forever. Are, what are we talking about today? Yeah. yeah, I don't know what would happen at that point. Yeah, um, but I think maybe like our kids' generations might hit it. Maybe the latter part of it, where technology is going to get so advanced, and this is this is only my my belief because we've gotten so crazy with technology, but like. The kids that are going to be coming up are going to be living in such deep technology. We've got, we're going to, at that point, we're going to be so far ahead that there's a good chance you'll live probably forever, if not like two, three, four, five times what the allotted time period is for humans. Because, like, oh, your heart's failing. We'll just give you a new heart. Oh, you mm. lost your arm. We'll just Captain America it. Winter Soldier and just give you a new one. Yeah. Oh, like as long as your head's okay, you'll be fine. Like I don't know if you know who Dan Bilzerian is. Mm-hmm. Like that dude gets stem cells like once every couple weeks. Yeah. To... I mean, the, there's only I'm trying to remember. I think it's like there's different layers to the stem cell though, so it can only man, what was it? Like only certain tissues it can regenerate. Yeah. You know? Oh, it's like, probably it, limited. It can't do, like, brain. It can't, yeah. like, yet, right? But yeah. if they can... Obviously, there's other places that have, like, more cutting-edge science and stuff. But, like, what's allowed right now? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I think you can go to this place in Vegas. It's, like, the amniotic mm-hmm. fluid therapy or whatever yeah. they call it. Basically, they pump in stem cells into a certain spot. And, yeah. Like, whatever. Oh, yeah, I mean, back I, problems Yeah, I've seen Dan Bilzerian. He just gets it right into his veins. Yeah. And he's, like... You yeah. feel like a new human. Yeah, he's that's like crazy. everything. He's like if you're like hurt and whatever things are injured, like you go and get them. And he he says it like publicly. He's like, yeah, it's like thirty thousand dollars. You can go down to Mexico, and he's like, you just feel like everything's like revitalized. Like everything's recharged. It's not like oh my arms hurting or whatever. It's like a day or two later, you're like oh like I have full mobility. Like everything's just working right. And I think with w- that in conjunction with like technology and biomechanics and stuff like that will just ha- will you won't need like you'd probably be better getting into a serious accident where you lose your limbs because you'll just get machines that'll do that'll outperform your biological self tenfold it's scary to think about like what do you do if you live forever like would you have a job can you retire you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, like, I don't know. Absolutely. Like, when you like, when are you retired? 20 years and I'm retired for a million. Like, uh, well, what'd you do? I, uh, a million years ago, I worked for 20 years. Like, uh, we got to rethink our system. Oh, That's yeah. That's crazy. And, 100%. Uh, I don't know. I feel like mortality is definitely almost like a gift, too. If you were immortal, it's like kind of boring. At the yeah. same time, like, you know, people have like a ton of money and they're born under It'd a ton be cool of money. until you're like it's 150 kinda, and you're like. Yeah. And you're like, all right, well, hmm. I mean, unless you stay super young. Like, if you were trapped in, like, a 28-year-old body, like, perfect age. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Probably nice. 100%. My other thought on it, too, is, um, like, when you say say working, I feel like at that point where we're now all biomechanical, there's really not going to be anybody that needs to work because everything's going to be done by robots or machines. Oh, you want a house built? So how do you repopulate, then? Are you going to repopulate? Does everyone just say, hey, we're good as is now? Because we're going to live forever. Like, oh, it's, so, it's so a lot complex. of think about a lot of think about. That's why I don't know, man. Some things you're not supposed to like play God, right? I don't yeah, know. that's kind of how I feel about it sometimes. I like to say mortality is a gift, though. Yeah, it is for 
For sure. Makes things much more precious. Yeah. You know? Like feelings. Like Yeah. Oh yeah, if I live I'm forever. always gonna see you to like I'm I'm not gonna treat you the same way I would treat you if I knew, you know, whatever. Anything could happen, right? Yeah. Obviously yeah, yeah. what went on in like Vegas today, like mm-hmm. you never know. You just don't know. Yeah. You know? So I definitely feel like it's a gift, you know? Definitely. Got one life to live, my man's. That's like it. it. I like it a lot. All right, man. That's a great way to wrap this thing up. Yeah. We crushed it. That yeah, was an hour and 15. Me. Was it? That's not bad. We did good. Yeah, we did. We did good, man. Yeah. Next time I'll, I'll come in well rested so I can really. Yeah, you just worked 24 it. hours. Yeah, and had a rough night before. So. It's all good. It's all good. Yeah. You came from Canada. Yeah, well, I know. Uh, do you want people to find you? Was that a thing? Yeah, for you? it's fine. Facebook. Yeah, really. Facebook, social media. I'm pretty approachable, so. Get at me. Yeah, the knuckle dragger. Pretty care. approachable. Yeah. God, look at the hair on these things. Right? Grips. Dude, I met Mike Tyson the other day. Yeah? How's he? I heard he's really nice. Is he really nice? He is super nice. He but he's like definitely it. pretty brain shot. Yeah. I felt Parkinson's so, or just, just straight beatings. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. But like I got to shake his hand in the photo. Yeah. And like I like to think I have pretty big hands. Like there's nothing like crazy, but like yeah. there's not too many people that have like bigger hands than I do. Or if they do, I'm like, alright, you know, you've you have a little bit bigger hands than me. Yeah. I fucking shook his hand. I felt like I had a baby hand. Really? Like, yeah. Yeah, like, I, I shook his hand, and I felt like this wave of... I can feel it yeah. coming through the... Yeah, just, just waiting <laughs> just for that shot, Huge, right? huge hand. But... um, He's still doing that show in Vegas, that one-man show? I have no idea. Like Mike Tyson's life, he did, like, a, a stand-up show. I don't know. So. All right, brother, man. Thanks yeah, for being thanks here. thanks for having me and Daisy. Oh. See you later, Daisy. Yeah. All right, guys. Until next time, episode 50 is right around the corner. So uh, tune into that because that's going to be wild. And gonna be. smash that subscribe button. Ooh. Ooh, right. he gives me a plug. Can, can you do like a – like what do you need? You need subscribers. So what does that do for you exactly? Just helps. It just helps me feel better. Out there, just emotional. Or if you want someone to come in and be like, hey, I have this many downloads. Like how many subscribers I got. It's just like another feather in your cap. Yeah, pretty this. much. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. I would love to have a million subscribers, yeah, but like, well, it'll, it'll work. I feel like have me on the show. Time, sure. You'll be back. <laughs> You'll be back. Share, share more stories. Yeah. Well rested. Yeah. Well rested. Well, well rested. Good shit, man. All right, man. Till next time. See ya. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Brutally Honest podcast. Uh, greatly, greatly appreciate it. If you enjoy the show, please do me a favor and just hit the subscribe button. It's greatly, greatly appreciated. It's mainly for a self-esteem building thing, but you know, the more I can grow the audience, I feel better. Um, that's just kind of how it works. Uh, and if you really enjoy it, please share, rate it, uh, rate it on like the iTunes store, Google play store, whatever it is. If you think it's bad, I guess I'd say rate it too. Cause I like the feedback, but try not to beat me up too bad. Um, also on that note, I still got the giveaway going on. I extended it till episode 50, which should be, if I plan it correctly, uh, released by this Friday. Uh, so that's going to be coming up in the very, very near future. I have a ridiculous show planned for you all. Um, and thank you to the Brutally Honest. Uh, brutally honest. Thank you to Draft Hop for sponsoring uh, the giveaway. They're going to be giving away one Draft Hop to one lucky winner. Um, if you go to BrutallyHonestPodcast.com under Extras, uh, it'll be the first link there. You'll see a nice little button you can hit to uh, enter in for your chance to win a 
a pretty cool little gift, a little draft top. Uh, holiday seasons are going to be coming up, so it could be a great gift if you win one to either get somebody else or to uh, to give away or something of that nature as well. Giving and then giving again for the holidays. Uh, if you know a beer enthusiast, this is the ideal gift for them. So huge thank you to the draft draft top team, Sean or Armand out there. Um, and also I just want to say a quick uh, thank you to the Nerds That Care. Um, they are a full-service IT company uh, located in Long Island doing everything from help desk support, uh, keeping your employees running to the the highest level of work that they possibly can, to data encryption. Somebody steals a laptop from a facility, it's got important data on it, it'll lock them out, and possibly even wipe the computer if it's set up that way. So, so you're not losing that potential information. And then backups. Everything is about disaster recovery late, lately. Um, it's almost a, it's almost guaranteed or there's a super, super high chance that your business is going to be infected um, by some kind of virus or something like that. If you have a good IT company and good backups, you just wipe out the computers and then you have a quality backup um, that you can restore from and you're good to go. Um, and the nerds that care are there to help. They're there to monitor, make sure it's being successfully backed up making sure that the data is not corrupt or anything of that nature and and giving you peace of mind. At the end of the day, that's what I think it comes down to is peace of mind um, on knowing that if there is a disaster, you're ready for it. So huge, 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 huge thank you to the nerds that care. Um, hope you guys really enjoyed the show. Um, huge things coming up this week. I'm going to be podcasting like crazy, so be, uh, be ready to be tuned in. And, uh, yeah, see you guys then. Peace.